Good day. I'm Chris Yadan, the CEO of Superior Gold, and I'm joined here today by James DeCrepany, who's the CEO of Catalyst Metals. And we're here today to talk about the proposed transaction uh, between Catalyst and Superior Gold, where Catalyst would acquire Superior Gold. Uh, Chris, good to have you back on the show, James. Uh, good to have you uh, join us, and uh, you, you name to us. Look, I think obviously what we're about to talk today um, is on the lips of everyone at the moment. But I think if we can start first, James, a little bit of background on yourself, uh, you know, and your sort of track record. Give us a little pricey, please. Yes, thank you, Matthew, and thank you, Chris. Um, so my name's James Champion de Crepney. As Chris mentioned, I'm a managing director and chief executive of Catalyst Metals, an ASX-listed gold mining and exploration company. I joined the board of Catalyst uh, 18 months ago and took on the reins of chief executive and managing director six months ago. I'm a chartered accountant by trade, but have spent more than uh, 10 years in the mining industry across private equity and uh, investment banking before joining the board of of Catalyst at the Times mentioned. I, and I, I do want you to lay out the reasons why you think people should vote for for this. But I've got to ask, what is the problem that this merger, sorry, this acquisition solves? You know, because it, it is a case, is a merger, no, is, is, is a case of two equal companies coming together and and uh, benefiting from, you know, their, their respective assets and attributes, or is this just a react, knee-jerk reaction to market conditions? I mean, why do this and why do it now? Yeah, good question, Matthew. To, to arrive at this point, um, there was considerable conversation between the Catalyst Board and the Superior Gold Board, and we spent a long time in debate working out how to get the best for all shareholders in this position. And so the ultimate price that we've come up with here and why we think that works so well for both shareholders is because number one, it does unite an entire gold belt uh, under one Australian company. And by doing so, it brings very high grade ore feed on the catalyst ground through the underutilized infrastructure on the uh, superior ground. In doing so, we significantly increase gold production and bring down costs. And so the benefits for both groups of shareholders is far more immediate now if we are to do this transaction than if we are to perhaps do something else in the future. There's no secret that uh, uh, the plutonic gold mine has had its challenges in the past. And so really the, the creativity here has been to work through the boards, work through the various issues to get a neat fit on how these two companies come together. Where as a bigger company, we've got more capital, more ore sources, more stable operations, significantly higher gold production. And we can make sure that we can realize this gold price, higher gold, Australian gold price environment today rather than perhaps let it slip through our fingers. Right. But, but tell me tell me this. Um, you, I, okay, I, make, makes sense, right? We're going to produce more ounces, therefore more cash. We're going to reduce our kind of cost structure because, you know, there's cost savings to be had across the board. And as I understand it, the, the, both boards have agreed to this and, and some, serve some of your major shareholders. But for the, for the regular investor looking into this thing, the, and specifically, you know, I'm talking, I'm talking about Chris's shareholders, like, what, what's in it for them? Why, why is this a good deal? Yes. So at the heart of it, the plutonic ore body uh, is not straightforward. And it has now been uh, many years of 
ups and downs and, and really struggling for consistency. And the Superior Board have really been seeking to stabilise operations in this environment. When you've got a rising gold price, you need to make the most of it by having stable and consistent operations. This transaction allows us to have stable and consistent operations. It not only stabilises the plutonic belt, but it gives uh, superior shareholders exposure to things like at Bendigo uh, last week, we uh, announced a drill hit of six metres at, at 197 grams in the iris zone. That sits amongst a number of other very high-grade hits. It sits immediately adjacent to Fosterville. Uh, some of your listeners might be uh, familiar with the Fosterville story, but obviously an incredible success of 3 million ounces at 50 grams per tonne in Australia's largest and most lucrative gold mine that was discovered by uh, Kirkland Lake back in, in 2017, early 2017. And so by being a bigger company, by not only just concentrating on stabilising those plutonic operations, giving much more uh, exploration upside opportunity around plutonic, we also get exploration opportunities down around Bendigo and that wonderful 75 kilometres of strike that Catalyst has under its control there. So really a bigger, stronger company, uh, but still uh, all the benefits that superior shareholders were seeking to have when they were just operating on their own. Right. But if it wasn't kind of working out for superior shareholders, is this a case of, you know, this is the, 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 the best option available to them given that the superior trajectory wasn't looking positive in this in this current environment um your shareholders likewise may be thinking well hang on we weren't doing too bad why don't we just stick to our knitting and, and do what we do so i'm trying to understand why the coming together of the assets when one set of assets wasn't kind of working and you know the bringing together of the district is is, is great but why specifically does this merger so this 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 acquisition need to happen these merge merging of assets need to happen where are these cost savings going to come from the uh, specifically on the uh, plutonic belt itself it has always been an aspiration of superiors uh, board and management to put itself in a, a much higher gold production group of peers so in australia our mid-cap peers produce around two hundred thousand ounces and this transaction allows that to happen. And so the many synergies and cost savings that come, the industrial logic of putting these tenements together, the Trident deposit, for example, that sits on the catalyst ground is 400,000 ounces at eight grams. And we're able to feed that immediately through the plutonic processing plant. Um, it sits on a mining license today. And so we will have those activities coming straight away. With a, a plutonic on its own today, it doesn't have access to those high-grade ore feeds. This is a consolidation that really Superior has wanted to do for, for a long time. And now these two companies coming together allow all of our shareholders to benefit from those wonderful 8-gram type ore bodies that we see on that uh, Mary Meyer project. Clearly, and, and it's always been an issue with, uh, with Superior Gold that we were all short. Um, so our supply of ore was limited, and we didn't have, um, you know, the the really sweet options that um, Catalyst can now bring with the acquisition of Dango, as as James said. You know, Trident is a is a high grade ore body. Um, it's you know within shooting distance from 
from our processing plant. Our processing plant's only being utilized at about half of its rate. And that's just for the current mill. And as you know, there's another 1.2 million tons, which is in care and maintenance, uh, milling capacity, which is care and maintenance. So um, it's ultimately addressing probably one of the key issues that Superior Gold always struggled with, and that's ore supply. Um, and bringing these two businesses together makes so much sense to be able to then invest the money to develop those ore bodies on, on catalyst side and then bring the ore through. And then by also doing that to to uh, address the variability from the single source that we're currently feeding into our mill, um, you know, that that is significantly improved insofar as variability is concerned. And, and what James is talking about, that consistent feed, consistent operation at a higher rate, lower cost, all of those benefits flow from that. Right. Okay. So basically feed for a what quite industrial size uh, infrastructure that you, you guys have, but you didn't have the ore. That's correct. Makes, makes sense. I to totally, totally get it. So let's just talk about the deal structure and who gets what. Um, I'm not necessarily talking about the, the make makeup of the new board, but I'm saying for shareholders, what are they getting out of it and what's your expectation of, of, of them? Because sometimes when these things happen, shares are allocated and there's this massive overhang looming if you don't perform. So tell me a little bit about the deal structure. The, the deal structure that we have uh, entered into has been um, unanimously supported by the board of directors of Superior as well as being supported by 23% of the existing Superior Gold shareholder base. That mostly comes from institutional, uh, sophisticated institutional investors after much conversation with ourselves and with the Superior Gold Board. What we decided on was that Catalyst would um, give 0.35 of a share to uh, each uh, a Superior Gold uh, share and ultimately would own uh, a roughly 25% of the combined company. So by these two assets coming together, these two companies coming together, uh, Catalyst uh, uh, would sit there uh, as um, having the balance sheet and these high-grade ore feed and then pairing that with uh, the Superior Gold uh, infrastructure to then really unite that belt under the one uh, uh, Australian company and under that share split. Okay, okay. And and with regards to um, the kind of, Chris, this might be one for you, in terms of your institutional holders, obviously it's been a kind of, it's been a, it's been a long kind of fallow period for them. Are they in this for the ride? I mean, at what point do you get their kind of commitment yeah, well, in fact, as as James really indicated, um, these four the major shareholders, institutional shareholders have really signed up. Um, so that's really looking good. That talks about twenty two percent of our shareholders. Um, in addition to that, the whole board has signed up, management signed up, etc. And in fact, with the um, information circular that's that's uh, just gone out, it was um, mailed, I think, on the June the second um, of this year. Um, we, we're starting to see shareholders now putting in their, their votes uh, for the deal. And we're very encouraged with the results up to now. Um, so um, they certainly, from our major shareholders, significant support. And it's mostly driven by the fact of the um, very uh, straightforward industrial rationale to make this deal um, go forward and, and the benefits that will flow from it. I think there's, there's one other benefit that, that might not be as clear 
to shareholders. And, and as you know, Superior Gold has been in litigation with Vanguard, which is now owned by Catalyst, uh, for a number of years. Um, and uh, in essence, what's, what, what this transaction will do will bring that litigation to an end and without any delay, allow the development of all bodies on, on the previously Vanguard tenements, which is now Catalyst, uh, which ultimately will unlock feed for the uh, mill, which is currently being operated at, at um, Superior Gold. So once again, it's that from so many vantage points, this deal makes sense and certainly delivers an accelerated solution to the issues that we've been dealing with at Superior Gold. And, and if I may just finish off, because I'm, try, I'm trying to um, also understand what as an investor, I could be investing into what's happening here. Is this this is obviously a natural fit in terms of you know the, the locations of the of, of the assets and also the you know um, infrastructure versus ore feed makes total sense. Is this the beginning of something? We're seeing a lot of M and A going on out there. You're talking the language of you know aiming for two hundred thousand ounces, which puts you in the kind of mid mid tier, close to the mid tier category. Um, is there? Do you expect more kind of roll ups in the space? Is it something that you're looking to? Obviously, you've got to get this thing out of the way and, and, and embed it, bed it in. But is that does that conversation happen at board level? Has it been happening with regards as part of this, these negotiations? Yeah, very, very good question, Matthew. I mean, we've been speaking for quite a while. We acquired Vango back in January of. Uh, this year, uh, and then we transacted amongst ourselves in February. There was a lot of strategizing beforehand, and the idea being that what we are trying to achieve here by putting it on the ASX, the ability to use ASX script, the ability to interact with other Australian companies, offers really a litany of opportunities for the combined entity going forward. So there was considerable conversation that Superior's directors uh, really wanted to get comfort as to that future strategy and where it was going. Was it not only getting Plutonic on a more stable and reliable footing, but other uh, opportunities regionally in both uh, Western Australia, but also down there in and around Bendigo and other opportunities across Australia. By being an Australian listed company, those opportunities are very much open to us. And there is nothing wrong with Canadian shareholder, Canadian investors holding uh, um, uh, Australian listed shares that you know, operates in a very, very similar way, except they get all the benefits of the value uplift that come with being an Australian domiciled company. Understood, understood. Like James, like, one lovely to meet you and, and speak to you. We've not matter spoken before, um, but James, uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to hand back to Chris because he's got to talk to his shareholders. And persuade them, or you know, tell them why he feels they should vote for this transaction. So, Chris, do you want to take us out with some with a message to your shareholders? Yeah, sure. So, first and foremost, our ultimate responsibility of the board is to steer the company in a way that um, is in the best interest of our shareholders. Um, and as we said before, our board unanimous, unanimously, including myself, firmly believe that this transaction is in the best interest of our shareholders and for the future of this business. Now, firstly, um, there's a premium for shareholders, superior shareholders of 59% based on the closing prices of June the 2nd this year. Secondly, the combined strength of superior and catalyst provides ownership of a well-funded, diversified and Australian stock exchange listed producer with proven operating and exploration capabilities. And that significantly improves the scale 
and access to capital compared to a single asset company. Now, from this ability to unlock, um, uh, from this ability, we will uh, be able to unlock future growth by ongoing exposure to value creating growth projects at the tonic plus exploration upside, which will cover the whole belt. And as you know, this belt has in certain areas been um, is significantly underexplored. Now, supported by this better capitalized company, it will provide access to a stronger balance sheet and more diversified portfolio of assets. And as I said before, supply of ore or diversity and um, sources of ore for the milling uh, facility. And in addition, um, it's going to provide improved investor recognition and re-rating poten potential through improved trading liquidity and, of course, enhanced public profile in Australia. And I already spoke about the uh, benefits from an, uh, 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 an opportunity whereby ore can be accessed, developed on the ex uh, previously Van Gogh properties, now Catalyst, to be able to address many of the issues that we've had and we're experiencing now with a single source of ore supply um, to our process plant. The sum of the parts. Gentlemen, I appreciate your um, time today. James, thank you. Uh, and Chris, thank you very much. And uh, good luck with the vote. Let us know how you get on. Thank you very much, Matt.